Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Hi. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I like to call it Toots Day, thanks to Amber Heard. Oh, okay. Okay. Welcome to Toots Day. Uh, now, um, we've been hot on the trail. Nope. <laughs> really? Really poor choice of words. Only going to get better, kids. Oh, no. We're two minutes in. Okay, I'm going to start over. We've been paying close attention <laughs> to the story about Ghislaine Maxwell, and um, we've got some updates, right, Bradley? Oh, we do. Man, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is the story that keeps on giving. And you guys, we're going to be following this story until... She's behind bars for the next 35 years. I think that's like the most she's facing. Mm -hmm. um, because by all accounts, allegedly, supposedly, according to sources, um, Ghislaine Maxwell was really right there at the epicenter of Jeffrey Epstein's crimes for mm -hmm. decades. And at least at the very least knew about uh, and if not fully complicit in those crimes. Um, and she finally was arrested after, you know, months, really, of people just throwing up their hands. And thankfully, a whole new crop of people showed up. Uh, a whole percentage of the general public showed up to this conversation we've been having on our show for months and if not years, mm -hmm. only months, right? Months, yeah. Um, that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time focusing. Um that she deserved to be arrested. Yeah. Right? At the very least, she deserved to account uh, for the allegations against her and to provide information about what she knew regarding Jeffrey Epstein's crimes. So we know that she's now behind bars waiting, uh, you know, charges and trial. But here's the thing. There are two headlines today I thought we should discuss. One is, and I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this possibility. Right now we're in tabloid town, which means we're just dealing with a bunch of tabloid sources. Right. So don't take too much of this to the bank. But somebody that is apparently a friend of Ghislaine Maxwell is like, oh, don't worry. Ghislaine's got all sorts of videotapes from Jeffrey Epstein's, you know, uh, vault of perverse... Per Perversion. Okay, so Perver here's the thing about that is that yes. that's not, you know, you might think like, oh, d sure, right? Um, like, why would she have so many videos? But what we know from watching Filthy Rich is that, which is the docu series that's on Netflix that you should be watching right now to really get keyed into 
this story is that every room of that home was on video. Yeah. They had video cameras everywhere in all of his homes. And there were hard drives that were taken right before the the uh, his at least his island home was raided. And so somewhere those videos exist. Yeah. I mean, pr- you know, at, at the very least, it's possible that they exist. I mean, we they don't have, have any destroyed. proof. That's I will true. say that some guy who's a TV host and journalist named Christopher Mason, who says he's known Ghislaine Maxwell since the 80s. And this comes from a story from the New York Post that he was told that Epstein rigged multiple homes with cameras we saw this in filthy rich and he said that galane had access to potentially you know several compromising tapes and you know i kind of just get got the impression watching filthy rich and listening to blind items and reading about this particular story before that series ever came out that um part of part of jeffrey epstein's success as a you know, financial wheeler and dealer was that he had stuff on people. Right. Right. Like that he leveraged knowledge about people's lives to amass his fortune. So it would not then surprise me if he was using himself those tapes to you know, and this is total conspiracy town, but oh, just but it's like a page right out of Scientology, right? right? Like yeah. you control people by having information on them. Yeah. And the guy literally is photographed casually with, you know, people being totally fine being photographed casually with Jeffrey Epstein, you know, um, politicians, mm-hmm. you know, business scions um, of industry, like just it, it would not surprise me at all. And then, of course, Ghislaine, you know, I mean. They were like, but they weren't just buddy buddy. They weren't just pals. They were allegedly intimately connected. Mm-hmm. I mean, she there had to be a plan. You know, right. remember she was around before he was gone. Right. Meaning, she had to be. I don't know. I just feel like she's got some stuff, and it would not surprise me if she is sitting on that stuff to hopefully protect. Uh, I say hopefully because I want her to be alive long enough to be held accountable. Right. So that's like the precarious place she's in, because in any normal story like this, you'd go, well, she's got all the goodies like she can use those and leverage those for her own personal gain. In other words, you know, she might be able to leverage some plea deals, et cetera. Right. Yeah. However, what what then you have to factor in is that the people she has stuff on are incredibly power, powerful people, including but not limited to. Very powerful people. Let's just say really powerful people. Really powerful people. And, um, you know, people who could disappear her. Yeah. And so... And people from, you know, everybody tries to make this like a political thing. Well, insofar as she and Jeffrey Epstein had political friends, right? Yeah. Um, But, like, it's it's like the buffet of of power and influence. Oh, it's like... It like knows no political all, spectrum. All the sides it's of all the aisle... Of uh, all the different rooms. I mean, literally, it it doesn't matter what political party the politician was affiliated with. It's like how rich people like travel in packs. Yeah, there's there's like ten of them. Mm-hmm. The one person I haven't seen Jeffrey Epstein with is Oprah. You know, Oprah. Like the one thing about because again, you have people at this level of of you know wealth 
they're going to know each other. Um, so that's why, you know, we saw Harvey Weinstein, for example, like you'd see a picture of Oprah with Harvey Weinstein. You'd see Harvey. Right. We-, we had this similar conversation when Harvey Weinstein was being held accountable, like all the people that were, you know, uh, close to him. And it's it's not necessarily that they were all under the thumb of this person. It's just that there are like five people who can operate on this level. And it is not surprising that they right. would be sharing time and space with each other. With Jeffrey Epstein, of course, you get a little more concerned because unlike Harvey Weinstein, who seemed to be like a solo uh, perpetrator, you know, Jeffrey Epstein really seemed to, you know, this was like almost like a side business. Oh, he had a pyramid scheme. I mean, it literally was like the Amway of sexual assault. I know that sounds terrible. No, but it's true. But that's what it is. He He had a whole system in place where... He would recruit an underage woman to essentially rape, groom and rape, and then tell her he would pay her if she brought back other people. And then that network spread like a spider web. Yeah. Like, hey, I won't I won't sexually assault you if you go find me some other ladies. Yeah. So it it's just vile. Anyway, back to Ghislaine Maxwell really quickly. I By the to way, share... I did really quickly. I Googled Jeffrey Epstein and Oprah, and there are no pictures of the yeah. two of them together. So you're right. The only thing I can say is look for that yacht. What was that yacht? Who's the guy? David Geffen. Was yeah. Jeffrey Epstein friends with David Geffen? Oh, I'm working on that one now. Because, Go ahead. Okay, anyway. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, the other story I wanted to share with you about her is that this is just Petty Corner. Welcome to Petty Corner. I don't care. There's a headline. Ghislaine Maxwell is a depressed loner in jail and a, a snooty rich bitch. I mean, this, shocking, this right? This is a quote from a, an alleged source uh, at the Merrimack County Jail where she was most recently until she's recent uh, or just, I think, yesterday. Moved. She was transferred to some to New York. Yeah, like Brooklyn right? somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what day that was anyway, but while she was at the Merrimack County Jail, apparently um, a source said that <laughs> she she uh, is a snooty rich bitch. The general opinion of her at Merrimack was that she's a snooty rich bitch. Nobody wanted anything to do with her. Inmates knew who she was. It's like high school. Everyone gossiped. Oh, you know, jail is just like high school. Which... Is kind of disturbing. Um, quote, those involved in sex crimes against children are generally hated and have to group together so they don't get jumped. So I don't know, but she was a depressed loner, whatever that means. So um, that's just, that's your petty moment for the Ghislaine Maxwell mm. while she's in her orange jumpsuit. You do have to, I just, it's not that I like feel bad for her in any way because, you know, you have to be held accountable for your actions. Right. But... I will say, wow, what that must be like for someone like Ghislaine Maxwell, who has lived at the top of society for so long, is now at, you know, a low point for someone like that. You know, it's interesting, though, because I, I, I do think, I, I like you said, I don't feel bad for her. But I don't know. I, I operate in a world where most people have a conscience. And I wonder about the expense of having to kind of divorce yourself from a conscience mm-hmm. in order to live in the lap of luxury, right? Yeah. The, the well, work, the disgusting, horrible, terrible work she did, she had to be aware on some level. That's of. why I think it, it must be incredibly more shocking for her yeah. in this moment to be where she is versus like, you know, a person who was hinged in reality. Um, because this is 
clearly not something she ever imagined she was going to have to deal with. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she brought so much dirt. Hello, Elizabeth. Dirty, Hi, guys. Dirty girl. Hello, hello. Boy, speaking of dirty, that is exactly where we're starting today. Oh, oh I would expect does nothing it less. Involve Amber Heard in a bed. It is a very bad headline. <laughs> Love it. It's a very bad headline. We actually thought it was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Guys, Johnny Depp says uh, that his ex-wife, Amber Heard, is a narcissistic sociopath and says that he decided to divorce her (laughs) when she defecated in their bed. I mean, that would generally be a line for a lot of us. I'm telling you, that would do it for me. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they don't even have children together. I mean, if you have children together, you're used to cleaning up the number two. That's 100% true, especially in the bathtub. But usually not because your significant other decided to pop a squat on your Serta Sealy Posturepedic. Oh, maybe they had a Tempur-Pedic. I don't know. Poopster. Stearns and Foster. Should we just give out, should we name all the mattress companies we know? Uh, um, so she did this as a prank, is what he said. Who does I mean, that? that's not funny. No. Like, pranks are supposed to kind of sometimes be amusing a to prank somebody. prank is like, you know, yeah, well, taking the phone and taping it to the like receiver. short-sheeting the bed. Sure, or setting well, off stink bombs in a radio studio when your friends are trying to do a radio wait, show. Wait, what? Who does that? Nobody <laughs> would do that. A stink bomb that forced... <laughs> People from a, their workplace. A pregnant woman to yeah, almost yeah, lose her lunch. Oh, my word. Caused one of your co-workers to be gagging into a garbage can oh. during a radio show. I don't know who would do that. No, I don't either. That Colleen is Bradley. That's true. April okay. Fool's Day circa so, 2014. I'll never live that down. <laughs> never. Never, ever. Um, so that was the biggest revelation from Johnny Depp. So he's suing the son for labeling him a wife beater. And today, branded those accusations sick and completely untrue. This is a big libel try at the High Court in London. Uh, In a written statement, he said that Heard or possibly one of her friends was responsible for the incident, but claimed she dismissed it as just a harmless prank. And he said it was the final straw in their deteriorating marriage. And he took the stand to deny ever hitting Amber Heard. A series of newspaper stories alleged that there was physical abuse within the relationship. He said it was inconceivable that he would ever hit a woman, citing his southern upbringing and saying he considers chivalry very important. Okay, well, um, I don't know if being raised in the South qualifies you as going, well, I was raised. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She's in the South, so I would never hit a woman. I'm sure there are plenty of Southern wife yeah. abusers, but, you know, yep. whatever. Anywho. I'm not the one outlining we, his defense. Do we know how this is all going to play out? Like, she's presumably going to have to take the stand at some point. I'm looking at these photos of her. I mean, with... she should have to take the stand because she did take a squat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, ma'am, you're on the stand. Tell me about the Yeah, squat. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know if she would have to take the stand. The, the, this is very tricky because it's happening in London. And, you know, I often like to play a, a lawyer on the radio, but I can't do that overseas. They have, yeah, they have laws a whole that different probably situation. make more sense and protect people more than ours do. I yeah. mean, I don't know. It is kind of true, guys, just <sighs> FYI. And believe me, I love America. But sometimes when you look at like, oh, the victim isn't always put on the stand to be just completely prosecuted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In yep. other mm-hmm. places, you go, wow. Oh, that's different. There are a couple of other ways to do things. Yeah. Any whoozle. That's what's happening there. Um, Halle Berry has pulled out of a movie. So this was controversial, got quite a bit of backlash because she was set to play a transgender man in an upcoming film. And so she faced some backlash for misgendering the character in a recent interview. And she said um, that she wanted to apologize for those remarks. And she says she now understands that she should have never considered the role and that the transgender community should undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories. You know what? So there you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well done. Mm-hmm. And that's... I don't, you know, like, I'm not going to speak on this issue about, um, you know, speak f- or pretend to speak for transgender individuals, but um, I've there's been a similar conversation in terms of the gay community and, like, gay uh, actors playing gay roles. And I think that what people sometimes will get... Um, you know, because they'll think, well, can't a person, I mean, it's acting, right? Right, can't right. Somebody can't you play-, play a character? And I think it's because of the, the just insane amount, uh, insane amount of barriers that are put up for um, a lot of people from all walks of life that are not perhaps mm-hmm. heterosexual and white. Um, history has like put those roadblocks up. So it's not that nobody can ever play those roles that does not identify with that community but because there has been such a lack of representation right right it seems like you know i think you're exactly right there should be an effort to write that sort of historic right right and so maybe in a hundred years when there's equal representation could it be different could it look different that Mm -hmm. people could play different roles of I don't know, different races and genders. The problem was, if you look historically, I mean, you can go back to men playing women, that female characters were oh, played yeah. by men because women weren't allowed to do it. So, I mean, that was Shakespeare. Right, that's In Shakespeare, exactly. every role was played by a man. Was played by a man. And mm-hmm. so then you have this point where you go, well, women were not represented. And so that's, it's, yeah, and that that needs to continue with, with yeah. underrepresented communities mm-hmm. and frankly communities that are routinely discriminated against. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Zach Braff is remembering his friend, Nick Cordero's tragic final moments just after oh. his death. And he says he just deteriorated. Um, and he did say just for clarity's sake, he did not have COVID-19 anymore. What COVID did to Nick is what it does to a lot of people. It comes in and wreaks havoc on your body 
then it leaves and you don't have it anymore, but you're left with what the doctors called lungs that look like Swiss cheese. So that was why the doctors were talking about that he would need a double lung transplant. Now, when I heard that and I was like, he's still in the ICU, he's unconscious, he's had a leg amputation, and now they're talking about a lung transplant. I mean, I was thinking, how how would it be possible to come out of that? Yeah. Yeah. That's very difficult. I know. I, you know, and it's interesting because he was really one of the earlier diagnoses of COVID. Um, yeah. And March. Yeah. I think we've come a long way. And I think there's a long way to go in terms of treatments, et cetera. But um, when you just see the way that the the illness ravaged his body. Um, well, and it was at a time uh, when a lot of people were being ravaged right, by that disease. Right. So, which is why it's so critical now that people get their stuff together because um, yeah, those advances have only been possible because resources haven't been completely depleted. Exactly. But if people don't heed, you know, the warnings, warnings, then we could be right back at that place. She, um, he also said that Nick Cordero faced a number of different complications. His blood pressure wasn't strong enough, meaning that he would have had to lose his fingers and toes had he lived too. Oh my gosh! It was just very, very sad. So stay Elizabeth strong, everybody. Reese, thank, Thanks, guys. Thank you for that Thanks, dirt Elizabeth. alert. Uh, when we come back, we need somebody to play the thirty-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up? And uh, this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? Susan. We've got Susan on the line. And what is Susan playing for? Susan is playing for this. Oh, she's playing for a vintage Colleen and Bradley <gasps> I Love Bacon t-shirt. Lucky wow. you. Hey, Susan, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am ready. Okay, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Charlize Theron won her... What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> It was just like really, there was like a pregnant pause. Oh. Like, this is going to be a really good question. Okay, Here we go. go. <laughs> Charlize Theron won her Oscar for playing Eileen Wer- Wernos in what movie? Oh, I, I watched it. I can't remember the name of it, though. Pass. 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 The Beatles were from what city? Liverpool. What's the name of Ross's pet monkey on Friends? I don't remember. Sterling Cooper is the advertising agency in what TV show? Mad Men. The movie Hoosiers is about what sport? Basketball. Charlize Theron. Oh, Susan, I'm sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you will get an opportunity to play tomorrow if you so choose, because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's get to those questions you did not get Charlize Theron won her Oscar for playing Aileen Wurons, I think Wernos, mm? in <laughs> Monster. Monster! And? 
It's just called Monster. What's the name of Ross's pet monkey on Friends? Marcel. Oh. And that was uh, it. She got the other ones right. And she got the other ones right. That was a tough one. Uh, good questions. However, she did not win. So can try again tomorrow 12 30 we do it every day right here on my talk 1071 yeah. let's move on now to solve some mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items which holly has brought for us in this segment we call blinded by the item blinded by the item ah let's start with this first celebrity gossip mystery here we go this A-list reality star, who is a recluse, was told he couldn't just keep hiring Instagram models for sex and needed to actually go out and meet someone in real life. Um. Well, why? Rob Kardashian. But, like, it's a pandemic. Why does he need to go out? He can just hire models for sex. Because he's a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I think he's been doing that behavior pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, kind of his move. That, yeah. I mean, so, hey, whatever gets you what you need. Well, apparently Kris Jenner is not here for that because okay. Rob Kardashian, who NT Lawyer calls a recluse, was told, probably by Kris Jenner, that he couldn't just keep hiring Instagram models for sex <laughs> and that Rob actually needed to go out and meet someone in real life. God, how just sad is it that your mom has to tell you to stop Honey, stop hiring those Instagram models for sex and just go out and actually meet You're somebody. You're going to have to go outside, honey. Go get out there and have sex with, with other people. Don't just pay for it. Oh, mom. Honey. <laughs> oh, weird. Just want to make socks. Mm-mm. Even Is that fake business still actually happening? The Arthur George socks. Yeah. Uh, from so. I'm, I wonder who's going to be a billionaire next. Oh. Rob. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Okay, yep. <sighs> Arthur George still a thing. Who's Arthur George, by the way? I don't know. I have an attitude. <laughs> um, <laughs> trick or treat socks for Halloween. Wow. Yeah. Well, Thanks for putting those up. Let's just before, hit up another blind <laughs> before item. Before we move on, I am going to solve the mystery about what Arthur George means. Oh, yeah. For what? those of you who care, it's the combination of Rob's middle name, Arthur, and his grandfather's name and his father's middle name, which was George. Okay. And it was born from <laughs> Rob's lifelong passion for men's accessories. Did you? Know? Boy, he's always really been into men's accessories. Thank you. <laughs> Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. A few months ago, NT Lawyer told you that this foreign born reality star from multiple reality shows was having huge financial issues. They have not gotten any better. Her empire is crumbling. And is tens of millions of dollars in debt. Oof. Bankruptcy is coming. Foreign-born reality star from multiple reality shows. Is this... Um, it's, a, it's a she. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I was going to say like a judice or something like that, but no, no. But in that same wheelhouse, think about other people who have found fame mm. on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kathy Griffin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, is it like a Hadid? Closer. Oh, not a Paris. Oh, 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 oh. Is it the one with the restaurants? Mm-hmm. And her name is Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. Ooh. Thank you. All right. So a few months ago, NT Lawyer said that Lisa Vanderpump is having some huge financial issues mm. and they haven't gotten any better. 
Lisa Vanderpump's empire is crumbling and is tens of millions of dollars in debt and bankruptcy. I mean, to be fair to Ms. Pump or Vanderpump, um, is that like Van Dare Pump, like of the pump? What's the pump? Anyway, um, I feel like everyone with a restaurant is going through some stuff right now. Yeah. Mm. Her stuff is just bigger stuff, it sounds like. And it's been going on longer. Yeah. Is what he makes it sound like. Yeah. All right, another celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go, Colleen Bradley. The royal pedophile had to cancel his golf trip because he was advised he would be held in custody upon arrival and held until such time as he could be interviewed by United States authorities. Um, That's going to be Andrew. But... Why did he think he could have a golf trip that, thank to the you. United States? I was just well, he was going that. to Spain. Oh, yeah, but still, like, are we doing Spanish golf? Are we doing golf trips right now? Apparently, you are well, if you're when royal. You're, yeah, well, when you're Prince Andrew, I it's mean, not like you've ever really cared about following protocol or rules. I can so. just seem like I'm so chuffed that I can't go. I'm to just Spain. positively chuffed. <laughs> well, chuffed means you're happy. I'm oh, not. I'm chuffed. not. I'm the opposite of chuffed. <laughs> I'm chapped. <laughs> Chuffed means happy. Yes. Oh. When you say, I'm chuffed to bits, that means you're happy. To bits. Chuffed to bits. It sounds like something you do to like a zucchini and one of those chopper things. <laughs> the chuff it to bits. So let me I don't speak for you. English. So Prince Andrew had to cancel his golf trip to Spain because Prince Andrew was advised that he would be held in custody upon arrival in Spain and held until such time as he could be interviewed by United States authorities. Hmm. Um, I want him to, I want him to be interviewed by, I just want the mask to be pulled off. No, Bradley. No, we all need to be wearing masks right now for okay. health reasons. Hey kid. What? I'm not talking about the COVID mask. Oh, boob. okay. Fine. Like you're talking about Scooby style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just want to know the secrets <sighs> because you know, there are some secrets yeah and i want to see them and hear them and i also want um duchess of ferguson mm-hmm. sarah um yorkie fergie yeah the duchess of yorkie <laughs> to be held accountable too i don't know what she did but she just seems criminal shifty. She's yeah. just i don't trust shifty. <laughs> if there's a photo of her and the things that she's been doing during quarantine oh. she's doing some crafts oh can we talk about that i think we did talk about this once but I can't not talk about the fact that her ex-husband, who has been accused of being a pedophile. I'm sorry, I don't laugh at that. I just laugh at what what you're saying. Is, like, the majority of her Instagram is her reading children's books. Yes! Yep. And I'm like, honey, I don't, what? I know, I'll throw them off the scent. (laughs) Story time with Fergie and no, friends. No. And no, she's got that Fergie. weird thing on her head and she's in her craft room. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, somebody is out of touch with reality. No. And as someone who regularly is, I can assure you, she's not hinged to anything oh. we would call sanity. And then she's making fun food. Fergie's fun food. Which I is would not just be eating. <laughs> slicing it's, apples. It's, yeah. That's the fun food. Well, what? she's got another fun food. She, another fun food. She made mummy dogs. What the what? heck?
back is a mummy dog. It's a hot dog, uh, and you wrap it up with the croissant such that it looks like okay, a mummy. Okay, that's called a pig in a blanket. No, no, you... no, no. But you have to cut it in strips first, and then you wrap it around like it's a mummy. But please, mummy dog. please look at the, the, the one where she's holding up the spider. She looks like the Crypt Keeper <laughs> on, like, an LSD trip. <laughs> what is going on with her? She's also making... Holiday gingerbread houses on June 28th. She is so unhinged. Hey, honey, your husband is being accused of sexually assaulting teen girls. And she's just happy. And she's over here going, spider biscuits, hashtag children's books. Oh, and she's making food art. I know, you guys. I'm telling you, it's so (laughs) out of touch. I can't even. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, after we've thoroughly scoured uh, Fergie's Instagram. Um, we have to talk about Kanye West running for president. Oh, my God. Because he's not. Calm down. Everybody calm down. <sighs> we'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Um, Are we going to talk about this uh, whole, like, Kanye running for president business? Well, I mean, we didn't. That'd be weird. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, the tweet heard around the world on July 4th at 7.38 p.m. from Kanye West's official Twitter. We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. I mean, he did tell us he was doing this, right? Like four years ago. Like, this has been on the table forever with Kanye West. And um, here's the... so. Here's, should we take this seriously? Here's the news. I don't think we should. Okay, why? Because so far, he has done nothing in the way of actually running for president. Um, The election is only four months away. So in order for Kanye West to actually run officially. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you know this, but our founding fathers did not... um, the, they did not regulate that a presidential run only need be announced on Twitter in order for it to be valid. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. So there's actually um, some things you have to step through, some procedures, if you will. I think Twitter back then was spelled R-E mm. instead of E-R. Yes, right? Twitter. Yes, you're right, actually. Twitter. It was like the old English word. Yes, it's true. Um, so what Kanye still needs to do in order to run for president is to register with the Federal Election Commission, present a campaign platform, and then collect enough signatures to get on the November ballot, etc. Um, he's already missed the deadline to file as an independent candidate in many states. Um He does have an endorsement, though, as you know. He does? Tesla CEO Elon Musk. Oh, of course. Responded to his tweet with, you have my full support. Oh, course, not nothing. Kim Kardashian West retweeted her husband's announcement. Um, You guys, this isn't happening. You know, is a distraction. So I have two thoughts. One is. Only two. I'd like to hear both. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, here's the thing. The thing is, two things. One, people underestimate 
people. Mm. <laughs> Don't underestimate Lovely. Kanye is what I'm saying. Mm. If Kanye wants to have a political career, um, he very well could. Mm -hmm. Because of the world we live in, our, the president we have now is a quote-unquote celebrity. Right. So the idea of another celebrity president is not beyond the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. However, number two, remember I said there were two things. I did. The second thing is a celebrity like Kanye West, I and I could be proven wrong. However, I, I, I venture to say most celebrities who have not dabbled in politics before significantly in any in any major way are generally averse to entering this realm. Right. For the simple fact that they are used to curating the public eye on them. Mm hmm. Or I shouldn't say curating. They are able to adjust the lens of the public's eye on them in a way that allows us to only see what they want for the most part. It's not that we can't, like, we don't have people paying attention to what they're doing behind the scenes. I mean, we make a show three hours out of every day right. trying to, like, peel back the curtain of, of celebrity. However, what I'm saying is the scrutiny that an actual presidential candidate goes through and the standard that they would be held to is one that would in, uh, would jeopardize or endanger their the thing that makes them successful, mm -hmm. right? Their celebrity. And I and I look I need look no further. We need look no further than Oprah. In, oh right. I mean, if there is any other celebrity in America who could make a credible and by credible, I don't mean like I think it's worthwhile or. Um, a good thing or a bad thing? No, but you mean moderately successful. I just mean somebody who has a plausible ability to do the thing. She absolutely would not. And, you know, because we had this conversation yeah. about Oprah, right? And she was like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Um, and she gave us her own reasons. But I would think that a large reason is because she doesn't want the scrutiny. Rightly so. I mean, who would? Right. Right. But that's the thing. That's the thing I think that makes me... If I were to put money down, believe that Kanye is not going to make a credible run for the presidency. That right. said, 2020. Mm -hmm. I'm I mean, not so sure things. aliens aren't going to arrive at right. some point this year. So anything is totally possible. Yeah. I mean, truly, if if indeed he, he was actually serious about this or had been at any juncture, um, we would have, I would imagine, have gotten here earlier if he was taking this seriously. At this point, it feels like a publicity stunt because it's sort of like this last ditch. Um, and, you know, there it, it leaves it leaves possibilities where an unsuccessful campaign could be blamed on lack of time or any number of things. Right. This is really just about elevating Kanye West or getting us and I, to talk about him. I will say we shouldn't take him or we should not not take him seriously in terms of his desire to be a part of the political conversation mm -hmm. because i think that we do that at our peril and we have learned our lesson from both kanye and kim that they would like to be a part of our political conversation which is just a weird thing to say but that i don't think we should underestimate i think P kanye will continue to you know, be a part of the conversation, but I don't see Kanye actually mostly because like he'd have to be a member of a party. And I don't know what party would actively pursue him because he seems to enjoy being 
outside of that right. framework. Right. You know? Right. And that's the and that's sort of the important piece about the fact that he has missed the deadline to register as an independent candidate in most states, which yeah. that seems the most plausible place where he would be floating. Yeah. Right? And our system is built to not really give anyone a, a plausible path to an independent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, unless and, I mean, he does not, have money, but like beyond that, it's not easy. It's not easy to be a floater. That's fully true. Um, so in any case, I think the point like we didn't bring this up yesterday. It wasn't because we were shying away from it. And of course, we do try to steer clear of talking about politics. However, this is that intersection of uh, celebrity pop culture and politics where Kanye West tweets out on the 4th of July. I'm going to run for president. Um, you do stop and take notice. Yeah. The, the, the important thing, though, is to keep an eye on the fact that he hasn't made any move toward that beyond tweeting yet. So that's where we are with Kanye West and his presidential run. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Jessica Simpson got her dream birthday gift Ooh. for her birthday. I'll tell you what it is. But what's your dream gift? Mm. 651-641-1071. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.